Benchmark for the status quo, poster boy for the bare minimum, here to make you all feel productive simply by comparison. Yvonne and I are here once again on the Tom Nardone Show. Hello, everybody. Hello, Yvonne. So glad you're here with us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's been a, it's been too long. Yeah. Well, we just did a show. When? We did a Zoom show. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, we did. Yeah, Eric, we did our 10th anniversary, wedding anniversary. Eric, Eric, Eric and I were uh, just talking about that last Eric night. Eric Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, we have to. I have to go through it and see if there's a show within the framework of Oh, of I didn't that. know you didn't post it. No, no. No, it was a good show. Well, you, know, <laughs> you, would, not, you would not know. You wouldn't know if I ever posted a show ever. I know. I used to listen to them right afterwards, and now I I don't listen to them anymore. I know, I don't you know don't. Why. You don't listen. It's just. I don't it, know. It's you hear movie stars, and they say, you know, have you watched your movies? And they say, no, I've never watched my movies. Oh, is that what you are? And so now I'm like a movie star now. Yeah, you're like a movie star, just like one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny because we actually were gonna. We were actually writing the show notes downstairs uh, about why we cannot seem to collaborate on any things. Mm-hmm. And as I was going to the printer to get the notes off of it, I realized that we had prepared for a show that we never did. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I just sat the show notes on top of the printer. So I noticed those, and I guess the old show notes are probably still on top of the printer for us to find next, next time. week. Yeah. yeah. But in any case, we're not doing that show yet. This show is about animals living with human beings, which Yvonne mm-hmm. can... Which I like. She can seem to wrap her head around the idea of it, and I cannot. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, when we were talking about it, I find it difficult to understand how it is that you can, uh, given some of the stories that you told, <clears throat> you didn't seem that you were uh, really... I, it doesn't make any sense to me, okay? Now, what we talked about is... Pretty much just dogs and cats. I think fish are the perfect pet. I think fish tanks are a mess. Yeah, but... They're a pain in the butt to keep up. And the fish always die, and you have to buy more fish, and it's just a money pit. I couldn't agree more. It's a money pit. But if you have to have a pet, I think a fish is the way to go. One thing is funny to Google or to uh, search for is, like, on Craigslist, search for aquariums, and you'll see the nastiest things that people post... (laughs) They don't even fix up the aquariums. They're just these dead pools of gray. But that's that's actually... <laughs> and that's all they wind up being is something that you wind up on Craigslist with or something that you have to get rid of. That is a whole show right there. Yeah. Right, write that down. Yeah, the things people post on Craigslist and how they display their merchandise is okay. pretty funny. Now, I want to talk about why I don't want a dog. And, and you know, it's like you... In the in the beginning of our marriage, you had said that you wanted a dog, and I said no. And then mm-hmm. you said, "Well, then you can't have a PS3." 
which I said, and that was fine. So the, you know, but then because you were going through some stuff, I, you, I thought it'd be good for you therapy. You said that a dog would help you, and I, mm-hmm. I do as I always do. You know, living to serve you mm-hmm. and to cater to your every possible need, I went ahead and just okayed it. Yeah, even stuff you said were deal breakers, you actually let That's me break right, the deal. That's right, because I'm all about the service, lady. <laughs> Here, okay, dogs is, it's really, it's like, it's just like the purchase of responsibility. And, I mean, because you have to feed the dog, you know, and dogs, I guess cats are better because they'll eat what they need and they'll go back. But a dog just eats everything. And, of course, you know that feeding him is only half of it, you know. There's the the taking him out to poop and all this other stuff. And with the cat, you know, with a cat, it's it's better, I guess. But it's a constant you still got the litter box changing the litter box out. And it's like, okay, what time is it? You have to be mindful of this this animal who's never, ever, ever going to grow up and be able to just take care of himself. We did know? invent, though, we should talk about the invention that we did with the litter box. Me and you made a litter box out of a... Uh, out of a uh, yeah, tote. And, you, and you we actually saw a similar one, and then you just made one, which was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and it was great, but it was a, it had a lid on it. It was a tote, and we put a lid on it. And we put a hole in the top of the lid, and we got large trash bags because you can't get liners for um, litter boxes or for totes that'll fit. And so what we did was we put a big hole in the middle of it, and then put astroturf on top of it, and we put the litter in there, and the cat would just jump through the hole and go down in the litter box. One day I was cleaning the litter box and I opened up and the cat was in there and I went, oh, excuse me. And I put the lid back on. (laughs) It was like I interrupted his moment, you know? Yeah, because the cat used to get in there and just Just throw all the litter out. Throw the litter all over the place. But this way, yeah, he, he couldn't throw the litter out. Now, I'm not, you know, obviously, as I've stated before, I'm not necessarily like a a clean freak. Uh, By no means. By no means. No. But... You know, you, the, the cat just throwing the litter all over the place. It's just. But we did solve that. Yeah, we did eventually. But in it, but it's the cat hair everywhere and the dog hair everywhere. I mean, it's just, it, it and it's constant. I couldn't wear black. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other cleaning shit that you have to do because of having a dog or a cat that lives in your house. And it just, it drove me insane. And then there's, of course, the money. You know, you have to buy the dog. I mean, it's like we can't just expect the dog to to eat a bowl of beans or or drink a a, a protein shake, you know, or or you know, eat the frozen Brussels sprouts that we get for a dollar at Trader Joe's. No, no, no. See, we got to buy all this extra food and bringing it in the house, you know, and 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 of course paying for it because all this stuff costs extra money. Well, that- it's the heartworm medication that's so expensive too. It was like $35 a month, and you have to do it. You have to do it all year round. But see... And you have to buy a flea medication and tick medication, and it it comes up to like $50 a month for just medication for a dog, more than we spend on ourselves for, as people. Yeah, and it's not enough. You know, you worry enough about yourself. You know, you getting sick, you getting injured, you having to go to the doctor, or me, which is so rare. But it's also now you've got the dog, and I can't tell you how many times, like... You know, I've been at work and thought about, okay, I'm going to go ahead. I guess we have this much money, so I'm going to go ahead and get this. And then I come home to find out, oh, guess what? The cat had to go to the vet. And, well, okay, well, I guess that's just where that money's going to go. Good deal. It always seemed to work out that way for me. 
and it just drove me insane. But, you know, we are petless now, and I got to tell you. We wouldn't be if JoJo the ultimate cat was still here. Yeah, or if uh, we did not get the dog spawned from Satan himself, yeah. uh, Barney. Now this Nothing against pit bulls, but I did accidentally. Um, I thought I was getting a, a basset hound. Now, hold on. One, I'm so, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Before we get into our specific, because we have like some specific mm-hmm. pet stories that we want to talk about. Before we do that, I want to ask you. Now, the what we covered already was the responsibility the money that you have to spend, and the worry. Uh, okay, and the last uh, bullet point here is just simply shit. Um, because the animals seem, you know, they're, you have got to be mindful of your pet's uh, <laughs> ga- bowel movements. gastro system or, or, or bowel movements. It's, it's always a, a part of the your day. pet owner. Yes. And... You know, the litter box, or when you take the dog out and he shits on the road, you're supposed to pick it up with the bag, which I... You we, do. Well, we I... Do. I would. We did. I would. I never did, uh, because I only took him for a walk in the backyard. Uh, but, you know, it's like their shit is literally... It, I know it's not it meant this way. It never biodegrades either. But it their shit is away. literally your punishment for not taking them out. It's not a decision. You just can't say, well... That dog can just deal with it because he's not going to just hold it. He's just he's going to oh, find some place to do it. Well, it is cruel, but he's going to find some place to do it where you won't find it. And you'll find it eventually, and you won't know when it happened. But, you mm-hmm. know, if your dog's big enough, I guess you'll definitely smell it. Okay, so you knew about the shit, the worry, the money, the responsibility. So my question is, what exactly offsets all of that and makes you decide, you know what? I think I want an animal living in my house with all of us. What is it? It's the love and affection that you feel. You feel something special when you're around a dog. Don't you feel that way about me? Well, you do smell and you do shit a lot, so. Okay, do you feel the way you just described your feeling for a dog? Do you not feel that way about me? I do feel that way about you. Okay, now if I push the pause button and go take a shit in the living room, Am I going to get treated the same way the dog did? I mean, is it worth it? I mean, if I if think about all the things I am, let's just but but <laughs> so do you need, but let's say you have to care for me, and so if you don't, and if you don't take me for a walk, I'm going to shit in the living room every day. Well, is it really worth it? It's the same thing with kids. You got to do that with kids. Well, they're human beings. Yeah, I guess that's perhaps not the best analogy. Mm-hmm. But but my point is simply is is it more than just I mean, what is what do you get from that relationship with your dog? Love and affection. And and okay, it gives you a special feeling. You love petting them, and and look, I'm not anti dogs. I I mean, I don't particularly care for no, dogs. No, you were good with the dog. I I tried. I really tried to be like a pet owner. Mm-hmm. Say so. I'm going to go ahead and get into this thing with Barney then. Now, when Yvonne and I don't remember exactly what was going I was on. I was going through kind of a tough depression. Yeah. She felt that having a dog... I read I read about the dogs could be therapy for people with depression. And I can see that. And so, I guess you went out and got a dog. At and, the Humane Society. At the Humane Society, and it had the chip and all that, that stuff in it. But they always lie to you about what the breed it is. Yeah, I like think... it was supposed to be a Basset Hound, and it was a Pit Bull. I think he was half... Which I have nothing against pit bulls. He was half basset hound. He was half beagle half, and half pit bull. Half hellhound. Yeah. 
Um, now, it, of course, Yvonne loved the dog and all that, but this dog was, like, just completely spastic, and he, 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 I don't remember if he ever bit me. I read a bunch of books, too. I, you know, I read The Dog Whisperer and all that stuff. Yeah. He did all the things that you're supposed to do to train a dog, and this dog just could not be I took this dog trained. out every day when I got home from work, and I actually, at first, was looking forward to coming home and, and taking the dog out. And, and playing fetch with him. Mm-hmm. Now, he, for some reason, I would throw the tennis ball. He would go running after that tennis ball, and he'd grab it, and he'd come back. But he'd drop it on the ground, like, 20 feet in front of me, and then come back to me. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, if you... He obviously enjoys going to fetch the ball because I threw it and he always, he, 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 he would look at first when I held puppy, the ball, then he got bad. when I, when I held the ball, he even looked at me like, like, come on, throw it, throw it so I can chase it. But he never would bring it back to me. He was just, he would just run with he it. He was just that stupid. He couldn't realize that if you bring me the damn ball, I will throw it again. I mean, so I'd have to get up, you know, every time and go pick up the ball like an idiot and then go back to where and then throw it again. And no matter, I mean, for days and days and weeks and weeks, I did this and he could not seem to get it through his head. And I built him a, a dog. You and Brett went out to do something. It seems like you, that was a day. I think I did it on the day that you guys went on that hike that you'd wish mm-hmm. you never bothered with. And I built this doghouse, and I spent a lot of money on the cedar and everything to make it a really nice doghouse. And it was really plenty big uh, and really b- bigger than he needed. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't wait until, uh, you know, I, you know, you got home so I could let you see him go into his house for the first time. And this dog refused to go in that house. He just sat there and slept on the back porch on the right g- next to the doghouse. He couldn't. No, he slept on the patio furniture. Or we on the patio these, furniture. We had this really nice patio set, and he got it all, like, dog messy and everything because he would only lay on the patio furniture. He wouldn't go in the house even if it was raining. But we put the doghouse on the screen porch, so maybe if we'd kept him off the screen porch, it would have been a better idea. The doghouse was on the screen porch. Yeah. And I built it on the screen porch, and I built it too big to move anywhere. Yeah, and we had to cut it up to get rid of the doghouse. Yeah, that was like a $200 bonfire. Mm-hmm. Uh so not worth it but you know nothing you know there's no way to train it. i mean the dog would be out all day yvonne would come home we'd let him in and he'd piss on the floor right in front of us like i mean mm-hmm. it's like you've been out all day you couldn't i mean like two minutes in he pees on this rug and i looked at him and he looked at me he knew what he was doing was wrong he just he was just a little bastard he ate my shirt while i was sitting next to him Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. But there's still he a, had a hole in my shirt. You, there's holes in there's ruined furniture. There's all kinds of stuff that is still holes in the wall. He he ate everything. Now, he, you had a dog. Um, I had a dog growing up. I had a I was born with pets all around me. So I, I'm really pet friendly and I love other people's dogs. Now, so as I, a as a child, <laughs> talk about um, eat. E- Eeyore? Eeyore. Okay. Like Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore. And it says here he had a scar above his eye. He had a scar, like some kind of scar that wouldn't heal, so it was all red and nasty. (laughs) And he was all black as a boxer Weimarimer mix. And so he was, uh, he kind of looked evil. And my sister and I were like, uh, I remember being like three or four years old, and we would take Eeyore with us to go and we used to panhandle we didn't have a lot of money 
And so we would panhandle door to door and try to sell old newspapers and old bottles. Set. You sold newspapers, like old newspapers, and what was the whatever. idea that you thought somebody might want to? Well, we were three and four years old. I mean, we just thought we could get money that way for well, candy. I, I think you're probably older than four. No, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it was when I still lived in Kent, Ohio. You were an entrepreneur as a young child. Oh yeah. I, I well I I mean we, we're going to we get no back money. on this subject but no, you No, we had no money so I had to be. Yeah, I know, but I was laughing about uh yesterday you were talking about you were you you organized a circus or something. The carnivals. A carnival. Yeah, and sold Kool-Aid and made Kool-Aid and cookies and, and made games and stuff and, and your, charged <laughs> people and did raffle tickets. And you had your friends do all the legwork mm-hmm. and you would not cut them I would in on the profits. embezzle all the money. You would embezzle all the money. I remember burying it in the backyard. You buried cash in the backyard. I buried my money, and I didn't put it in anything, and it was all dirty. And I went to go buy a baseball <laughs> mitt, and I went to the clerk, and the clerk was trying to sort out all these coins and stuff while I was buying my baseball mitt, because back then you could buy one for $8, you know. And uh, she was like, where was this? And my mom's like, where did you get this money? And I was like, I, I buried it. That's, oh, you know. That's pretty And so, funny. yeah. But now, how did Eeyore help you? Uh on your well, we'd take Eeyore with us, and no one possibly would buy old newspapers and stuff from a couple of little scoundrels. And so, we'd bring the dog with us, and we didn't know it at the time, but the dog actually intimidated the people into giving us money. So we used them to extort money from the neighbors. Your whole life is like your childhood. It makes me think of like a Charles Dickens novel. You yeah, know, with you and your hat, your little cap on, mm-hmm, and you with, with your dog extorting money, like you're on some kind of protection run, uh, mm-hmm. extorting money from from people in their homes at, using the dog as muscle. Well, he also went after the mailman. My mom had to go to court for that, and he he uh, went to uh, the local um, at the time. Like the convenience stores had delis in them. And they sold food. And he uh, went down to the deli, and he just helped himself to all the deli meat that he could eat. And they had to call the police, and my mother had to go to court for that. He did that, like, twice. <sighs> and we didn't have money, and so she had to pay for all this damages and stuff like that. So, But, I mean, my mother loved, loved dogs. He lived in the basement, and we had a hole that he had chewed in the corner of the door in the basement. We had a birthday party for him. We fed him through the hole. And you loved this dog. Because everyone was so scared of him, we couldn't And you him loved off. him. Oh, I love that dog. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, when you, when I lived in my house and you would come over, you had to go through the back door because there was too many cat, cat. turds on the floor. And, yes. Uh, it was just too disgusting. And you, what, you, you were would, like a hoarder. You would, you would come around the back and pretend like the front of my house didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, that's a it's a pretty sad sad time in my life, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But it, <laughs> but anyway, I remember prior to that, I was getting ready to go to work, and I was putting my shoes on. I was tying my shoes. I was I was working third shift, and so I guess it's about ten thirty. I went in at well, no, it was about eight thirty. I went in at nine, and as I'm tying my shoe, my cat, whose name was Comet was probably about seven feet from me. And as I, I mean, I was, I had to leave right away. I had to put, lace up my shoes and hit the road. And Comet was seven feet from me, taking a crap on the floor 
right in front of me. I couldn't believe that he... I thought it was under one of your speakers. No, no, no. He was on the floor in front of the, the wall that went from the den to the kitchen. Mm. And I, I'm sitting here watching him with my mouth open. I couldn't believe that he was doing this right in front of me. And I stood up, and he hauled ass. And I, I couldn't... I, I just yelled something at him like you know f, f you. you i yelled <laughs> f you at the top of my lungs to him and then i just walked out the door and and went to work i couldn't even believe that it happened yeah. but he did it all the time i mean there was i mean i don't know why he just he was a great cat for so long and he just could not seem to get his head wrapped around the idea of using the litter box and it just it got so to the point that i couldn't really keep track of it and i just let it go um but i remember saying to you if we were going to get married that cat wasn't coming with us yeah, and they and he didn't. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's other now. My uncle had two Great Danes that lived in the house. Those D- are Duchess awesome and dogs. Roscoe. Yeah, right. I love Great. Well, they Danes. were house dogs, and I'm telling you, when a Great Dane takes, it's like a rhinoceros shit well, or I know, something. When they a had gra- Newfoundlands, yeah. I mean, good heavens, and the, you know, it would one of them. And I I don't get this, but we we're eating fried chicken over there at my uncle's house and one of those dogs uh i guess after a couple hours after we ate the the oil was still smelled like chicken obviously and it had cooled down a little bit this dog was so tall it was able to walk up to the counter and drink from the chicken fryer as if it was uh you know his own dog bowl or something his head would go up that high he drank the entire contents of that uh, ch- chicken fryer and and licked it clean. He ate like a, I guess a gallon of oil. This mm-hmm. dog looked like a seal for days, and it, as it would walk down the hallway and rub <laughs> up against the wall, it would leave this giant, awful, stinky smear on the wall. Oh uh, my god! I mean, my, my dad. Yeah, and when we were there, my dad would say, "Do not go near the dog," because he didn't <laughs> he didn't want the oil coming off on us and ending up in his car, you know, mm-hmm. on the seats. And I got to, th- I just made, as a young child, I just thought, why would you have a dog? I mean, it just yeah, doesn't. You never make... had pets growing up, so that's that's kind of why. Well, no, you're... we had Brutus for for years, and I mean that was kind of fun. But he was an outside dog, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it was different. And I guess an outside dog is a whole different, completely different than, experience. Yeah, than than having an inside pet. You know, mm-hmm. what what amazes me the most is Phil, my brother Phil, who's such a neat freak and crazy that he's got that dog. But he's got a good little dog. I mean it. Phil doesn't mind taking him out, and he, as far as I know, he never poops on the floor. Because Phil, I know Phil wouldn't have. No, it. he does. He he poops all over the place, and Phil just cleans it up. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. That's what's so surprising. I have to ask Phil about that. Yeah, he does. He he pooped on their bed. But you're you're, and I couldn't understand. Now I get the dogs that you you know, but what was with those Newfoundlands that you had? I my ex husband was just into these getting these Newfoundlands. I actually had them build an addition, build a, a separate dog room because they were terrorizing the house and they would slobber all over me. But I, having one was fine and they were a beautiful, wonderful breed and I recommend it highly to people, but they're very high maintenance and they're very dirty. Um, they slobber a lot. But uh, I remember you were outside. Um, I remember you were outside fixing my car and uh, the dogs had gotten out and I went outside and I said, did you see those dogs? And he said, yeah, those big giant dogs. I said, you mean you didn't get them? I mean, you just let them run away? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, 
well, you gotta go get them. And you were just got this fearful look on your face, like you were scared to death because they were like big as human beings. They were scary. They were scary. I didn't know that those were your dogs. You'd you'd always talked about them them before. Well, like I'm gonna remember. Yeah, but you. We were dating at the time, and I I I guess maybe I'd seen them, but I didn't. I just saw a dog walking by. I didn't think anything of it. So uh, anyway. yeah, you were just oblivious to it. And and I knew that dogs weren't in the picture for us, so um, I did leave them to my ex-husband. Now, and... my cousin Chris had, I don't even remember what kind of a dog it was, but uh, he, Donald was telling me this. this Your brother, Donald. Yeah, my brother Donald was telling me this story that uh, apparently he went on a vacation, and he they had forgotten to buy a bunch of food for the dog and his wife was wanting to hurry up and get in the car and go so she just ran into the house and put a big giant uh cake in the middle of the room that uh, i don't know who does that i don't know she's deranged but she put this so big giant and have nothing to eat. she put this big giant cake in the center of this room that they had already planned on the dogs being in they didn't and they were going to be gone for like four days uh, so they put water in there and this big cake, and I guess they just no she just figured the, the dog. Well, anyway, he came when he got back home. <laughs> he was yelling and screaming and kicking stuff all over the place because those dogs had just crapped all over the place, which well, is obvious. And and Donald even described. He said that he saw Chris. He was outside on the back porch, and the door the back door was open, and he saw Chris go into this room and pick up one of these dogs. You know, just and was carrying, you know, picked it up like under his front legs and was carrying it. And as he's walking out, this dog just let loose with a whole nother load. And he ended up slipping on it and fell in it. And the dog started running around and stuff went all over the place. They had to get painters in. They had to get all new carpet all over the house. They deserved it. it. Yeah. It was really stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, that's just a... That's neglect. It is neglect. And it's a owner. But... Had they not had the dogs, would not have been an Some issue. Some people should have a license to have a dog. Yeah. Well, um, I think... Well, I've had, you know, even though I've had loving experiences with dogs, I've actually been bitten by dogs. Um, when oh, I was little, yeah. When I was little, the uh, the new neighbor, or we were new to the neighborhood, and the neighbor's chain for their dog went into our property and um, I'd never had a fear of dogs before, and I was always very you know, aggressive about being, you know, petting dogs and all that. But this dog started running at me, and he was, like, ferocious. And he jumped, and I got to my property, and I stopped because I thought the chain would stop. And he jumped, and he bit, like, a big hole in my back. And my mom got out that, uh, what was it called? It was that red stuff that stung really bad. And she just poured a <laughs> bottle of that methylate or whatever it's called. I don't know. She just dumped a bottle of it on top of it. Gross. Yeah, it was worse than a dog bite. That was that hurt really bad. Then I had a dog get uh, her arm caught in a crepe myrtle tree and uh, broke her arm. And she was she was in fear, but I didn't know. I went to grab her, and she bit me right on the boob. Oh. It was a bad bite. Yeah. I imagine any bite there would be pretty bad. Yeah, and so I had to go to the doctor and take the dog in, too. So that was a mess. 
but uh, well, we're, no, we're, I've had really good dogs and really good experiences with them, but um, it's not for us anymore. Okay, I was, I was thank you for saying that. Yeah, and, and for, thank you for saying that on the record because uh, mm-hmm. now I don't have to ask about it. No, it's not going to happen again. Well, A cat good. is coming. Good. One day, a cat is going to come. Okay, well, I guess since we happen to know what the next show will be, are we going to record it today? I don't know. Maybe later. It will be about why we <laughs> why we can't seem to collaborate <laughs> on a show where we must collaborate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Yvonne, this was a good show? Was it a good yeah. show? I think it was a good Enjoyed show. It. I think we'll go ahead and post this one. Okay, uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, sorry it took so long. Once to again, we love that you have pets if you do. We're not against that. Oh, yeah, make sure yeah, make sure you got that out there. But trust me, anybody that hates us now for being pet haters is already logged off. We're and not they're pet not haters. Ha- we're not. We're not. We're just not pet owners. We, we, we love your pets. If you yes. listen, <laughs> if, we, if you listen to this show, we love your damn dog. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, oh, uh, now I'll talk about that next time. All right. I'm Tom Nargone. You're welcome. And we'll see you next time.